everyone, this is Joshua. And I'm Amanda Moore. And this is the Love and Level Up podcast. Love and Level Up is a podcast created to cultivate conversations for listeners about how to master the mindset of leveling up and refraining from broken habits. Topics range from love and relationships, the Christian faith, to relevant topics for entrepreneurs and creatives. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Love and Level Up podcast. Of course, this is your host, Josh, and I have my beautiful wife. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's me, Amanda Moore. And um, we're so um, happy to do another episode, do another podcast. This podcast has been just great. It's been phenomenal to um, just discuss some of the things that we've been talking about, get this stuff off our chest. And I also know that I know that we're not the only two people or the only couple that feels the way that we do, um, which is actually going to correlate with our message today as to um, the loneliness sometimes that a Christian may feel or a person that is just in discipleship with God. And sometimes it's kind of drawing a narrow path just due to public perception or just what the world has to offer and knowing the difference between um, you know, what it's like to be a true Christian following that path. And then also what it's like to just, you know, just be a regular human being without feeling like you're different in any way, or you're, um, you know, considered an outcast or in any way when you are just being yourself. And the goodness of it all is just that we're all in it together. We're all brothers and sisters. And so the fact that we're going to talk to you guys, um, about, you know, this topic today, I think is something that it's need to be said, and especially it's need to be talked about in the church, in the Christian church, especially. Um, you know, one of the things that I realize is just that there is a, a misunderstanding even in the church when it comes to just people and individuality and the fact that God all made us different to do different things. Um, so, you know, this is for all the, you know, church folks that is listening to this. This is all for my real Christians out there, not the religious Christians. Um, you know, and uh, we're going to get right into it. Um, you know, one of the things Amanda brought to me was just that, you know, I, I mean, yeah, we're both introverted. Um, I think if you guys go back and listen to our last couple of episodes when we explained the, the mindset of being an introvert, I think we got into that a little bit deeper. And we both said that we're both introverts came out and, and said that. But I think that... Um, you know, when we're in the church or when we're dealing with other Christians, sometimes we just we feel uh, we feel alone. You know what I'm saying? We feel alone kind of like in our thoughts. Um, we feel alone with the way that God is moving in us and some things that God may tell us that he's not telling other people. Um, so it's some things that we may not say or we may not display. And I think that if you're a true Christian, you really know what this feel like. You probably understand what I'm talking about. And this is for you. Because we just want to be able to talk about it and discuss why why is that? You know what I'm saying? Why is that feeling of loneliness there and what it actually means? Um, you know, one of the things that I, I, I constantly think about is just that I know that God has made us all different. You know, yet we're in one body, yet we're one church, you know, and we're considered a Christian family. I do think that we're all unique in our own way and we all serve different purposes and we're all meant to do different things. Um here on this earth. That's what God put us here for. You know, so I, my calling may be totally different from your calling or even my wife's calling, but we're all responsible for uh, doing the will of God at the end of the day. Um, but even with that, I think 
I think uh, if you really like really look at it, it can provide you with the mindset to only think one way. So therefore, you can be uh, you can be one dimensional as to what God tells you what you know what He wants you to do. But then there's other people around you that are Christians. You know what I'm saying? And then they also have different talents and different things that God told them to do. But sometimes when you express yourself to that person, because the the dimensions don't relate to each other. It could feel it can make you feel like, man, like, am I the only one that feel this way? Or, you know, what I'm saying, am, am I alone in this? But you got to understand that just because you feel a certain way or God placed a burden on your heart to do something about something that does not mean that he placed that same desire into someone else to do the same thing. So that feeling of loneliness is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just you got to know, you know, where you stand and, and you got to know your calling. Um and there's just also a thing that we deal with. I'll let you chime in in a second. Uh, yeah, no babe. problem. There's just also a thing that we deal with, especially with public uh, public perception. You know, when we're dealing with the public or when we're in the public eye as Christians, I think sometimes, especially if you're trying to be the righteous Christian, you're trying mm -hmm. to do everything right in front of God. I think sometimes it, it may be hard for a person to even be themselves truly if they're in that space where they're just talking with a regular person that may not be a Christian or they're just trying to hang out with people that, you know what I'm saying? And they may, the people that they hang around with is not super godly or anything like that, but they're more religious types and stuff like that. But I think even in that moment, you also feel that spirit of loneliness where it's just like, you know what I'm saying? You know everything or you, or you know what's right to do, but instead, because you're around certain individuals, you're still in the wrong environment, which may cause you to do some things that you may not want to do or like to do or anything like that. And so like, that's another thing we're going to dive into today. I feel like that's important to talk about because I know that, you know what I'm saying? You're a Christian and being in the church is fine because you're around other people that uh, want the same thing, support you, or you're around other people that just, you know, they are for God. But the thing is, when you get outside of that, it's just that, that, that loneliness feeling come on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard to like, build yourself up to be like, you know what, I'm a, it's, it's just me, I'm gonna go at it, you know what I mean? Even if it's lonely, like, it's hard, you know, you still want people around you, of at course. least, you know what I'm saying, at least for half of your day to make you feel inspired, to make you feel fired up about God, and not just on Sunday, but seven days out the week. Um, and sometimes just being with other people that is not about that can be draining to a Christian. Yeah. Which also causes that spirit of loneliness to dwell on a person because it's just like you're not having those engaging conversations that one must have now we're blessed at being in a relationship where when i come home or you know you come home we can talk about things that yeah. is from a christian pure place but the thing is outside of that is very difficult unless we know people that we've been around that is uh, you know strong in the faith and and strong uh strong being a christian that we can talk to and kind of just relate to sometimes that is not always present it isn't this so is again when you talk about having friends and all of that it's like it's very difficult but um you know that's one of the things that i i know that we're going to get into today so this is for you again if you that spirit of loneliness we here for you we understand what that's like and you don't have to feel like you're the only one going through it or you're or you're the only one battling with it because it's something that I think that a lot of Christians, maybe it's not said enough, but I think that a lot of Christians deal with. Yeah, I would agree. And I think, you know, with this type of conversation, I think the number one thing that I realized um, 
you know, I don't think I really knew when I got saved how lonely even the Christian walk could feel. But I can understand why when I got saved, when I got saved, because I had already been through loneliness, depression. I had already been through seasons like that. So I got used to isolation. I think since I've been saved, the thing that I'll never forget, I told my mother this was like, I instantly started noticing that all Christianity is not created equal. And right. I say that all the time because of the fact that I don't think as people, we, we don't even... Like we know there's different denominations. We know there's different beliefs or different, you know, opinions when it comes to the faith. Um, but I don't think we realize enough how much like what I what I call being a Christian. Somebody else could be like, nah, that that's not being a Christian, you know. Like or even like in today's day and time, it's just like, you know, we're living in a day and time where like the standard in the church is sin. Like where people just don't even have a standard anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like we're living in a day and time where people are not led by the Holy Spirit. And, you know, instead they're letting people lead them. Like they don't exactly. have they don't have a Holy Spirit to check in with and be like, yo, Holy Spirit, something's off. Like, I don't know what's off. You know what I'm saying? So the one thing I've realized is that throughout my entire walk, I have thank God for the Holy Spirit. I'm like, wow, if I didn't have the Holy Spirit. My God. I would have been led astray a long time ago. I mean, my purpose, my calling, my destiny would be in the dumpster, in the trash somewhere. But I want to thank God for God that, you know, I got saved in an unconventional way in my in my bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so grateful for that because that's who encountered me. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord came to me and spoke to me. And that's when I knew, oh, my God, God's real, you know. And so I realized so many people, that's not their reality and I just think that, you know, we don't have a fuller understanding of what the Christian walk is about. And a lot of people grieve this idea of being so committed to the point where it's like you got to lose everything, you know. And so I don't think we understand, you know, even when the Bible says, you know, for many are called, but few are chosen. That's why that's why there's so few, because a lot of people don't want to give stuff up. They don't want to give up a certain lifestyle because it comes with loneliness and isolation. In order for God to process you, you have to be willing to walk alone sometimes on this road, you know, of, of sanctification, of salvation. Like a lot but of people that, are, are just not going to understand. But I was going to say, um, to allude to your point, it's also yeah. just a measure of a one one person's greatness that I think that people yeah. don't realize that people look. I feel like this. Everybody talks about the person that's great, but people really don't want to go through the steps or even oh, the same no, things that a person may have no. gone through to get to that point of no. greatness, which is which is a problem that I see because why do we all point at the person that's great and be like, oh, I want that or, you know, I want everything that comes with that, but you're not willing to put in the work or because, effort. Because people want it to be instantaneous. People don't want to go through a process. That's true too. A process but, is not going to give me instant gratification. In the body of Christ right now, what people want is like, I was, the word I was preaching yesterday, Josh, when I was doing my Periscope, um, and that's going to go up on my YouTube for anyone who's interested since I'm mentioning it now, God is not a quick fix. So I feel like that's part of the problem. People don't understand the process because the process is lonely. Yeah, but when you say that few are chosen, right? I think that I think the whole world probably knows that. I, at least I would hope so. I feel like the world doesn't. But this is why they need to. <laughs> this is why they need to. Yeah, because feel, everybody yeah. think that they can just have it and do whatever they want to do with no point of order in their life. Yeah, come on. So the, the fact is, My once God, you put order, once you put sacrifice into your life to do the things that you're called to do yeah and that's in anything that's that's not even just ministry whatever god has called you to do whether it's creatively or whatever yeah. business life life in general 
you have to sacrifice people, friends, things you used to do, um, things you used to deal with, or just stuff that may have caught uh, that may take you off track from from your calling. But I think that people just want to have it both ways. They want right. to have their cake and eat, eat it, it too. too. Period. Which is part right? of the problem. And, yeah, that, that's part of the problem. And, and I just think that it's just so much, you know. And the thing is, like, this calling is not easy. And that's the thing that I'm trying to stress to people in this season. Like, if you want to be a Christian, then armor up. This yeah. is not easy. This is not This is not for the faint-hearted. You know what I'm saying? This is not for the weak. You got. You got to be strong. You got to have a fight in you. Yeah. Because if you're not gonna fight to be in this, you're you're gonna be you're gonna be out. Yeah, you're and right now, dead. right now, I mean, it's kind of funny, but right now we're fasting, and yeah. I felt like you know I just got off a fast a couple weeks before this fast, and I feel like my stomach is like, bro, like <laughs> touching my back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely making noise. But the thing is, it's like you said, it's just that that sacrifice and that yep. like going through it where you're sacrificing certain things in your life that may have been bring you pleasure. Right? right. In order for you to get the true glory of God and the true revelation of God that comes from God alone. But again, that's the move of the Holy Spirit. So if you're in a church that doesn't have that that Holy Spirit flow or doesn't have that water, then you're just in a desert and you're always in that desert. is just always going to be dry. So you're never going to be fulfilled. You're never going to get to the oh, next level. So you're never going to have to. You're never going to be able you're to move. You're never going to be refreshed. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so you're never going to be able to move into the person that you need to be that God needs you to be. And again, that spirit of loneliness. So I want to I want to get back on that. So what it that spirit of loneliness? What do you draw from that? How do you how do you even if you're in a, a dry church today, and you may not even realize that you're in a dry church, but if you are, then you will know that this message is for you. So even if you're in a dry church today, how do you draw from that spirit of loneliness as a Christian to get to the place that you need to get to? Um, and I'm asking you that because I want to know what is it going to take for a Christian, right? Let's say if they, they're they're like us, they may be introverted and they may not say much. They may not come out a lot. They love the church. They love going to church. They love uh, participating in activities that have to deal with God and stuff like that. But they're not being fulfilled. They're not around people that fulfills them or fulfills the creativity that God has given them. Like, what do you say to those people? Just for a little bit of motivation and just inspiration. Man, I don't know if it's motivation. I mean, you got to go, bro. Like, you obviously... My whole thing is, like, I think sometimes... And I just don't think there's enough dialogue about this. The Lord is really working on me in this season about this. But I just think that there are not enough churches that are really serving the, the greater purpose that God is trying to unleash right now to bring, you know, heaven onto earth. And so if you're in a, if you're basically asking me if you're in a dead church, how do, how, how can you go about, you know, finding how to be alive in a dead church? You just can't. You're dead. No, not you as a person, but how, because you may be alive as a person, but you're in a dead church. Your placement right. of where you're at is in, but I'm saying, right, that's my no, point. but I'm, but I'm saying my question is to you is not in that dead church, but how do you, um, how do you find people outside of your church that can like just fulfill that energy or whatever energy that you have? You know what I'm saying? I mean, for me, I don't know. I don't know if I can answer this question and maybe I'm not understanding fully, but to me, I just feel like you just have to connect yourself to, to what looks like you. Like, that's why I, I, when I do my messages, I tell people, follow me. Cause there's so few people 
that I follow in the kingdom. Like, there's so few people that I look at and, and I'm like, okay, this is a person I need to be following. Because I'm not really moved off of popularity. Like, I move off of what, what is purposeful. Like, I don't care about platform. I care about who has the word of the Lord on their lips. Who, who's speaking for what I know the Holy Spirit has been, you know, kind of just, you know, um, what's this word is leaving me? Just kind of firing my spirit up about or making me uneasy about. Like, whatever uneasiness I've been having or whatever I, whatever burden, that's the word I'm looking for, that God has put on me to, to figure out in this season, that's what I want to be connected to. I need to be connected to people and to things that are speaking to where I'm at. Right, so I was going to say to answer my own question, I was going to say that I feel like as a person that, and if you feel this way, the spirit of loneliness, I don't think it's bad to outsource for help. Meaning that it's not a meaning that it's not about looking for platforms or people that's in high places, but it's about finding people that you can that you can relate to, whether that's through social media or whether that's through um, you know just connecting to people. If you go into a conference or if you're in a different, uh, you go to a different church. Um, and you attend that church, maybe just to visit or something like that. But if you find someone that either look like you or, you know what I'm saying, just they, they fit the criteria of who you are. And right. everybody's not I the agree. same. Everybody's going to be different. But the fact that they, they, they seem similar to, to, to who you are as a person, I think it makes it more relatable. And I think it can drive that fire out of you. I remember when we went to a conference and that's when I finally, it's not that I found people in my own church that was like, look like me, talk like me, none of that. You know what I'm saying? But when we went to conferences and I seen all these all these uh these people that I was like, yo, he looked like me. You know, he talked like me. Right. But he talking about God, okay, I can I can get with him. I can dig that. I respect that. And that for me was when I knew, okay, this is this is this is the place I need to be. Or these are the people that I need to be connected to some way, somehow, because we're all similar in some way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that for me was what helped me build that, uh, just that, get that drive and that desire to always want to be in that type of circle where it's just like it will fire you up, it will lift you up. Because the thing is, and you said this earlier, few are chosen. The thing is, once you get chosen or when you come to God and you're serious about it, you're taking it serious as a Christian, that's your daily walk every single day. The things you used to do, the people that you used to talk to, if if it's if it's just not connecting or if it's not it's not you know it's not where where you're going then I think you must separate yourself from them you know what yeah, I mean you have to separate yourself from people and things that you used to you know mess with or you should you know hang with or something like that because it's not going to be edible for your revelation moving forward you know yeah. I agree. And I, I think a lot of people, we misunderstand the whole um, being set apart. You know, I think that now there is no like to me, that's sanctification. You know, to me, that's holiness. Being holy is being set apart. And so a lot of people, I mean, I think we just made that like a bad word in the body of Christ. Like that's a cuss word in the body of Christ right now. And I don't know why it's like blasphemous to me. It's, it's just it's, it's a frustration of mine. Because I, like, when I got saved, I understood, even before I was saved, I understood, like, yo, if you're trying to be a Christian, you got to be holy. I, ne- I never, my God, help me, A lot me, of people don't know Lord. what holy is. Yeah, but that's a problem. And I just feel like it's because the church has not set that standard. Because if, I don't understand how you could be in a church and your, and your head person here don't know what holiness is. And you're a leader in the church. Like, that, to me, 
that just says a lot about what's being taught here. That says a lot about what's important. And I never thought in a million years I would get into the body of Christ and there would be such a level of wickedness within the church. And so again, it's because a lot of people don't know how to really want the things of God and want it for real. Like people are so big on just wanting to look like the world, wanting the riches of the world, wanting the pleasures of the world, but you in church and now you want to take something you've seen in the world and put it into the church. And it's just like, this don't work. Like we supposed to be set apart. We ain't supposed to look like the world. You know what I'm saying? But again, because people like this concept of feeling like, oh, we all one in the same. It's like, but we not, you know no, what we I'm have saying? To, we have to be able to master, master the world. So therefore the world has its own God and that's, uh, the devil and that's the antichrist but then god is god of all sovereign so therefore he's omnipotent he he's he he he's in you so therefore you must be able to uh get to a point where you're the master of your own self so you're you're the master of everything that goes on around you meaning that there's nothing that the world can do to influence you that you can't be in control of you know what i'm saying so there's a lot of things that there's a lot of, I mean, just to put it out, there's a lot of rich crap going on in the world today, yeah, which course. people don't understand how to master, oh, which is part of the problem because it could happen in the church and people don't even realize that it's happening in the church. <laughs> yeah. But once you become, once, once you become at a certain level with God, there's things that you, 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 uh, you really just are very in tune with and you know right away, okay, this is not right. right. And so therefore you must be able to uh, just have a certain, a higher level of discernment. And then that also, that also gets you to a point of mastery where it's just like anything that is ungodly, you're able to point it out without a, without a doubt. It's, 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 it's just that prevalent where you're just able to like, nope, that's wrong. That's wrong. This wrong. And it's not about pointing everything that's wrong, but if it's not right, if it's not in alignment to what God has ordered, then it must be called out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's the only way that uh, that you can and bring I, correction into I think, the world. Honestly, I think now that you're saying that, I think that's the reason why a lot of people don't want to stand on anything and, and call things out because then they're like, ah, oh, it's going to be me versus them. But it's like, yo, I would rather be of the few. You know what I'm saying? I would rather be the person that I am actually pushing the church forward and I am actually willing to stand alone, even be in isolation, even have people giving me the side eye or thinking I'm in the wrong because of the fact that I know the Holy Spirit told me that's sin right there. Like you, like I feel like a lot of Christians, we don't know how to embrace that part of being alone. We kind of feel like, nah, but we around Christians. I need my people. I need, well, what if God hasn't given you your people just yet and it's for a reason? Because he's trying to protect you from other people taking credit for the things he's trying to do in your life. Exactly. Because for me, anytime I had a person trying to come around me that, that God knew, I didn't know. God knew the end of the thing when I was at the beginning. And I just thought, man, it's just, it's a person just Christian. He just, just trying to help me, just trying to have a conversation with me, you know? And so a lot of Christians don't respect the fact that it's like, yo, and just people in general, like people meet you and want you to be an open book from day one. And it's like, yo, I don't know who you are. Like, let's, let's keep it a thousand. And sometimes in the kingdom, people will want to feel like more important in front of you so that they don't want to be transparent with you. But then you expect me to be away with you. You're not with me. Come on. I got, I got stuff. 
I got stuff I will end up risking too. I got important things I'm trying to I'm trying to protect too. I got to protect myself and protect my situation as well. And so people don't understand that because oftentimes we say, oh, well, we should all come together and we should all be open with each other. It's like, yeah, but we also have to give each other the opportunity to build trust with one another. You that's, know what I'm that saying? That spirit of loneliness, um, it, a spirit of loneliness is funny because it's like, it's God preparation within you. And also, I think that it, it builds you, it builds your character, it builds the person that he needs you to be. So you can be able to free others and save others from things that are going on and things that are happening of this world. And so I don't think this, the, 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 the loneliness, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I know like some people that, I, that I've ran across, like they think, you know, being always alone or being to yourself all the time is a bad thing. Like you, you must be depressed or you must be going through it. It's like, nah. Like, I'm actually discovering who I really am as a person. Yeah, and then I also feel like it's funny because we'll say, like, oh, if you isolate or if you quiet, you depress. But do you know how many people are depressed and they always talking and smiling and laughing? That's another thing. Like, like yeah. you know how many times people just put on, especially to come into the church. Like, if it's one thing that I've realized, like, you want to see someone just, like, put on a show. People in church do that every time. It's like, there'll be one person in the parking lot, there'll be another person inside the church walls. I don't, I don't understand that. It's like, yo... Why are we not consistent with who we are everywhere we go? Why is it that we know because how it's to not act? Real. Yeah, exactly. It's like why don't we know how to act when we out the church, but we but we straighten up, you know what I'm saying? And we put our tie on and we make sure the hem of our dress at a certain leg. Like we know how to act when we come into church. We don't be acting a fool. You yeah. know, oh no, this the holy place, this God place, you know what I'm saying? Then people say, like are you saying, oh so people don't know what holiness is. But I, but I think that people, I think we have some concept of holiness because okay. I because I, I feel like if a pastor goes viral tomorrow for cussing everybody out in his church, they're going to be like, oh, whoa, I thought this is the church. These folks be holy. And this is the thing. Like, I see things go viral all the time that's not holy. And people seem to have a good understanding of what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. That's a holy place. That's a place where God dwells. It's just certain things just not supposed to be happening in the church walls. You know what I'm saying? But the problem is there's a lot of people that like to turn you their eyes. You got to call it out, too, though. Yeah. A lot of people stay quiet. Yeah, they stay that's quiet and, like, turn their eyes. They're like, oh, no, but, you know, I ain't trying to offend the leadership in yeah, here. Yeah, but you know, you're offending God. Exactly. Yeah. There we go. You're offending God. And I just think it's that we don't want to we don't want to stand for what's right because we are so scared of having to stand all by ourselves. But yeah. I really feel that God promotes and God lifts up those who are willing to stand all by themselves. Yeah. That's really what defines you. Can you go through the fire and still come out the way that God has called you to? Or are you going to let the fire turn you into something else? Or are you just going to sit there because yeah. you're so scared of going through a little fire? Yeah. Like, like, it's just it's crazy to me because it's like everybody wants to claim they're part of the kingdom. And most people are just church folk. You yeah. just like going to church. Yeah, I mean, and you all, and you gotta watch out for even even in Christian ministry, you have to watch out for those that click up and and those that are just like uh, one group. Don't get me started. And because it's but, just like uh, you don't know their intentions, you don't right. know their. And they'll make they'll make you feel like it's not a click. They'll yeah. make you feel like no, you welcome here. We all one in the same. And it's like hold up, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. no, that's that's and not it doesn't what's work up. that way. And again, we're not saying that. Uh, we're not saying that, um, you know, your loneliness or your feeling of being lonely, again, is a problem. Like, like I said earlier, yeah, it just may not. be to your benefit that you that you definitely. refrain from certain people and you refrain from certain things. So God can bless you to move to a different place or God can bless you to go somewhere different because he's called you into a different arena. Every God is multidimensional. He cannot operate just in one dimension. So you may be in one body, but he wants to place you in another body so you can be able to do the things that he's called you to do. So, again, man, 
I think that if you're if you're gonna if if you're one of the chosen and you're listening to this, if, or or if you're a person that's just you're fulfilled by greatness, you want great things to happen in your life. I think that in 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 some case you have to go through a period of just loneliness, oh, right? You sure. have to be to yourself. You yeah. have to think for yourself. And, and it, it just and be it, you and, and your thoughts happen, and God. Yeah, and it might happen a lot. I think that people have a misconception when they see somebody that looks so established and knows God so well, like like you ain't been through that. Or like you ain't like you ain't currently going through it. And it's like, yo, I don't been through so many seasons of isolation in general. And since I've been saved, it's like this is just a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes God has to get you on your own to build you into the person individual you need to be. And this just reminded me too, I don't know if you remember Josh, when we went to the millions conference and there was a girl at the conference who asked Tiffany Montgomery, she was like, um, you know, she was asking this woman, she's a prophet, for those of you who don't know her, and went to this conference back in July, and there was a young girl, and I just remember, like, yo, Tiffany Montgomery been my online mentor for, like, at least the last four years, so I'm just like, whoa, I'm clenching my teeth as I see this girl ask her this question, because I'm like, I don't think she knows this woman, because she literally asked her, she said, oh, no, she told her first, she said, Tiffany, I don't know what's happening in my life. Everybody's leaving me. Everything's going wrong. Like, what am I doing wrong? How can I fix it? And Tiffany was just up there with a straight face. Like, did you miss the part where I just said that when you come into ministry, people are going to leave you and people are going to betray you and people are going to isolate you? Like, did you miss that part? Like, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you at. Like, if you're a Christian, people are always going to try to defend your your character, especially if there's people, because this is the thing that we don't understand. You know, when the Bible says there are, you know, especially there those are, that don't even believe in the faith, they're right, trying to assassinate you from the right. day that you believe. They're trying, they're trying, they're, listen, my God, we don't understand, like the devil's in the church walls. Like we don't understand that part. And so when the Bible says that there are dark powers in high places, like we don't understand that. Like there are people that you think look that they have a, a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. And so you think that there's something wrong with you. It's not that anything's wrong with you. It's just that God is trying to remove things out your life so that he could protect you from the thing you can't see that's behind the curtain. Because a lot of people front and pretend. A lot of people like to be something that they're really not. You know, and so it's just so unfortunate because unfortunately in the body of Christ, we don't understand that enough. And we, we take it as like something has to be wrong with me. What if nothing's wrong with you? And what if God's just trying to reveal something to you, a mystery of his, something that you may not be in the know about. And he needs to he needs to shine the light on an area that you've been in the dark about. And I think too many Christians don't understand that because we're still suffering with rejection from our prior seasons. And we just feel like, man, I'm just getting rejected again. Sometimes rejection happens because God is trying to redirect you to your blessing, to your to what he really has for you, to your calling, to your purpose. And so if he says no, if he doesn't open that door, that that's also God blessing you. That's God saying, I care about you and I love you enough not to let you walk through that door because there's nothing you. behind and it. If, and if the thing is, it's so funny because... If you insist on getting that door open, my God, God would then just let go and just let, let you, you walk into the door full door. of turmoil. So yeah. you got to be careful. If he if he blocks it off, it's it's for your good and it's for your benefit. And I think that um, you shouldn't feel embarrassed again about just being alone or just being to yourself. You shouldn't be in in, uh, in too much thought about your own thoughts and your own ideas because I yeah. think they're all great. I think they're all phenomenal and you should be free to be the person that you are and, and embrace the person that you are. But again, you want to try your best to, uh, you know, 
outsource and find people that look like you, that talk like you, that that represent God the way that you want to, because I think that those people are going to people that you're going to want to be in contact with. And I think even moving forward again, you know, what I'm saying hopefully you can be able to connect with these people on a deeper level and stuff like that, because, again, everybody's called to ministry is small, period. If, if you look at it if in totality, especially if you, you're already in the body of Christ, you will know that it's small. It's kind of like everybody knows who or everybody knows about, uh, knows somebody, knows somebody that knows somebody. So you got to be, you know what I'm saying? You just got to be careful too, you know, because everybody's out here to get what they got to yeah. get, Pe- people, even if you bless. Right. People have an agenda, you know what I'm saying? And it, it prevents us from being able to trust sometimes, be able to to reach out to certain people because it's like, I remember we went to another conference last year too where they were saying like, you know, people people talk. At the end of the day, it's ministry. So you better make sure you keep your name clean because somebody going to tell somebody is going to tell somebody. But another thing, and I thank God for this because the Holy Spirit has kept sending me this message. Hear me. When the Holy Spirit protects you, it's going to block whatever, whatever slander, whatever lies. Ultimately, if someone's not going to believe you because of something somebody else said that's lying on your name, God going to reveal that anyways. You know what I'm saying? God says he puts you, he places you uh, what's this verse that says, um, I place a table uh, in the presence of your enemies. So it doesn't even matter. Like at the end of the day, if people want to have some type of agenda against you, like don't even worry about that. Because at the end of the day, if you kept a clean heart or if you made a mistake and you went to God in humility and said, God, yo, I'm sorry, God, I did this wrong, but I, I'm going I'm to fix that. Because something I've noticed very well about prideful people in the body of Christ, they don't, they do, they do wrong to everybody and they don't even think they're doing nothing wrong. Like they, oh, I'm good. I know that this person, you know, disobeyed God to get to this because, you know, it's, it's just ridiculous to me. And I just want to say this really quick. I think the reason why a lot of people hate seasons of isolation and hate this feeling of loneliness is because you're not spending the time necessary to work on your purpose. You're so caught up in where you're not at that you're not looking at where you are. God's trying to show you what part of the journey you're in so that you can be able to make the most of where you're at. And so when I look back now, when I first started creating videos all the way in 2017, I'm like, wow, those were the times where I used to sit in my car and cry because I used to film a live video and nobody would get on the video. I didn't even know what the heck I was talking about. I would stutter. I would lose my train of thought. I, I was not comfortable at all doing that, but I'm like, wow, here I am in 2020 and I'm a whole other person. And you best to believe that by 2022, 2025, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a whole other person by that point too. You know what I'm saying? So to me, the way I see it is like, yo, the times where I look back and I'm like, wow, I was literally sitting there sobbing, crying in my car. Like I look back on those days now, like proud of myself. I look back and I'm so grateful for the journey. I'm like, it really wasn't all that bad. And so wherever you at right now, you might be going through the worst, but even if it's so bad, you're going to look back and be like, thank God I went for th- through that. Because if you can't go through anything, God, God, you can't be used for God. Like God needs people who are willing to get crushed. God needs people who are willing to, to go through a process, to go through hard times so that you could come out, be refined by that situation. You know, it's pressure that makes diamonds. And I think too many people is like, you want the calling and you want the title with no pressure. It don't, you got to apply pressure to this. Like, get real with yourself. Like, if you want to be a Christian, then get in this. If not, then step out. Like, I, like I'm sick and tired of Christians just thinking that this is like a play-play thing. Like, I get it, y'all. It's hard. And I've been there too. But it's just like, for real, for real, you need to be real about this. We're supposed to be out here saving people from eternal damnation. We're supposed to be out here bringing people out the pits of hell. So if you don't understand how how deep someone has to be in sin... 
for you to be a light that shines on that and to be for them to be able to say there, there's got to be another way. I can't sit where I'm at. If you don't understand this is soul work, then just stop. Stop being a Christian. Like you got to really evaluate why are you in this? This is deep. This is rooted in rap. Like I don't, I don't understand why people just like, like we think this is cute and we think this is about friendships and like I just want to have a friend. Yeah, God's gonna equip you and bring you into godly covenants, but work on you first. Maybe God hasn't given you the person that you want to be around and the ministry you want to be around because He wants you to get so comfortable with being all by yourself and knowing who you are, so that when you get around people, you don't make them an idol. That's the problem in the body of Christ. We're making too many people in high positions idols. God wants to be God. It's God first. Everything else is second. Drops, Mike. You just gotta um you gotta understand that when you're a baby, you're in your mother's stomach for nine months at a time. And then that that time frame, you're to yourself, you're creating well, you're not creating, but God is creating you within the stomach realm of your mother to be who you are. So when you come out the womb, you're introduced to a world of sin. And as you go through life, years go by, years go by, you're just in sin. But then when you get born again, you get new revelation, you come back into the body of Christ, you must also go through another period of just loneliness to get the, the, the fine tuning that you need to understand who you are created in him and who you need to be and do the will of his work and who's the godly covenants that you need to be around so that means you must be able to drop friends you must be able to drop whatever job you're doing you must be able you must be able to go through uncomfortableness you must be able to sacrifice everything that there is to sacrifice yep. or whatever he tells you to sacrifice the the bible says he who loses his life you know Find, finds the life that God has for you. So I don't know if I didn't say that exactly right, but you literally have to lose your life. Like when you when you say, I'm I'm willing to now give up my life for the life that God gives, that's a sacrifice right there. That's you saying, I, I surrender it. I let it go, you know? And so I don't think we understand that enough. And I, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm sorry, because I cut you off. But. So... I wanted to wrap up the podcast and just giving some people some hope and just, you know, making sure that y'all understand that don't feel bad that you're going through a lonely period in your life or don't feel yeah. bad that you're going through a lonely time in your life because, again, it's only to your purpose. It's only to benefit you. And, um, you know, pray, man, fast. For sure. Understand that it's not going to be like this for the rest of your life. It's not. And God is going to do something amazing and miraculous in your life as well as the as well as he's blessing others and so that you just got to pray that you make it through because i i know what it's like yeah. we've both been there Definitely. it's not easy it's not but once you get through it he brings you through and it's all clear from there so yeah keep going at it keep believing in him and know that he's real you know never never doubt god um, and that's the last thing that I wanted to say on this podcast. I don't know if you wanted to add to that. I feel like I did, but I don't know if it's coming back to me. I just want to say, you know, uh, going through seasons of loneliness and isolation is normal to the Christian walk. I don't want anyone to feel like you're weird or like something's wrong with you or like, man, like this just sucks. You know, it's not a good feeling, but you have to really get clear on you know, what is your purpose? Are you working on your purpose? Because I think this happens to a lot of people. I see this a lot with women too, where it's like, I just want a husband. I want to get married. Okay. But are you working on your purpose? Like, are you established in what God has called you to do? Because again, God will not give you a husband if you're making an idol out of marriage. 
Like whatever you put before God, you know, God's going to keep you there. You know what I'm saying? So typically when God holds back from giving you something, it's because he's trying to put you through a process so that when you get to wherever you get to, you know who to hold on to so that you don't end up forsaking your calling for loyalty to people and things when all that stuff's going to perish and pass. The only thing that's going to last is your soul. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that will stand the test of time, the only thing that will ever matter on this earth is what you do for the kingdom. And too many people are calling things that they're doing really in their flesh, earthly things. They're, they're saying that that's kingdom work and it's not. And you could lie to everybody and your mama, but God knows ultimately the truth. And so just know, again, God is protecting you. God is watching over your soul. Thank God. Anytime you're going through tests and trials, rejoice, be at peace, be in joy and definitely pray and get around a community. If you can, if you have a good church, if you have people around you, even if you feel like people at your church don't understand you. But don't be afraid to open up to people and tell them what you're going through, even if it's just for prayer. You know what I'm saying? Like, just be open to the fact that you're not the only one. The enemy wants to make you think that you're the only one. Trust me, it's a lot of us out here going through it, too. You know what I'm saying? We've been there, done that. So don't ever let yourself believe that it's that it's like of no use. Don't get into that mindset, you know? Always make sure that you that you fill yourself back up with faith, hope, you know? Just trust God even when you can't trace him. All right, y'all, we out of here. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Love and Level Up podcast. We'll see you guys and talk to you guys next week. Go ahead and leave a rating and review. And please subscribe to the podcast as well because we appreciate all the support and all the help that you guys have to offer. So thank you so much. Again, we out. See y'all next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Love and Level Up podcast. Please don't forget to hit share and subscribe. If y'all feeling us and want to continue to keep these conversations going, we're going to keep giving it to y'all every episode. See y'all in the next one.